Will The Batman be the best Batman movie so far? What's next in the battle between Sony and Microsoft? And what will the best series of 2022 be? Will I talk about all that and more on this episode of The Toddcast? Hello everyone and welcome to The Toddcast. As always, I'm your host, Todd McManus. Here on this very chilly day here in North Louisiana, it is quite cold. It is currently 35 degrees as of this recording time, which is wild how cold it got in the past couple of days. It was like the other day, it was like, what, in the 70s and in the 40s, 50s at night, and now it's 35 degrees right now, and tonight the low is like 29 is what this is saying. Like, it could, it's quite possibly going to snow here in the next few days, which this is around the time when it snowstormed last year, when it was like covered, and everything was covered in snow and ice, and most people ran out of power. Oh, and then that like huge car pile up in Dallas happened that was like 120 cars or something so yeah that might happen again (coughs) not exactly the car pile up and all that but the weather conditions of that time but throughout this past week of course with the weather changing and everything we've got a lot of bit of news that has been happening whether it's in the entertainment world outside the entertainment world. First off, I want to say this, is that this week it was officially announced that NFL legend, what a legendary quarterback this man is, Tom Brady is officially retiring from the NFL, which is kind of wild when you think about it because, I mean, he's been playing as long as I've been alive that he is quite possibly one of the best, or if not the best, that the NFL has ever had. I mean, from what this is, he's played 22 seasons, and he's won seven Super Bowls, which is the current record of any player in history, I guess. And he, of course, was with the New England Patriots for so long, and then he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, these past couple seasons and that's who he was with this past season of course they are not going to the Super Bowl as of right now that I know that it's the Cincinnati Bengals will be taking on the Los Angeles Rams at the Super Bowl this year which is going to be happening soon within another week or two actually the Super Bowl is going to be happening I'm not going to go of course (laughs) um it's actually going to be at SoFi Stadium in LA as well So that'll be something. Um, Of course, the quarterback for the Bengals is Joe Burrow, who, of course, was the quarterback for the LSU Tigers whenever they won the national championship, which is weird to think about because I actually talked to Jaron about that two years ago here on the the podcast. You go listen like 100 episodes ago. (laughs) We probably talked about it. And whenever he won the LSU cha- the championship for LSU with Coach O and you know and all that, and then Joe Burrow went to the NFL, got drafted number one for the Bengals the next following draft, of course. And he put this is his second season in the NFL, and he's already going to the Super Bowl, which says a lot. And of course, 
from what I saw, that the Bengals have never won a Super Bowl. So this could be their first ever Super Bowl with Joe Burrow as well, being his first as well. So it's going to be quite interesting. I'm not that big into football. I kind of think I'm more big into college football than I am in the NFL. And then if the XFL ever starts back, (laughs) and if that ever starts with The Rock being in charge of it, you know. But Tom Brady, I know you're listening out there. Uh, it's been a pleasure seeing you play for many, many years now. I mean, you've been your NFL career has been long as I've been alive, so that's something to say that you've played 22 seasons and I'm 22 years old, and you've won seven Super Bowls, which is I've seen probably two or three of them, to be honest. But props to him being one of the greats, definitely in the Hall of Definitely will be in the Hall of Fame, no doubt. I mean, he's probably the best there there's ever been so far. So, and now we look towards the future and see if anybody can break the seven Super Bowl record. Joe Burrow might could do it. You never know. Somebody might can do it eventually. You know. So, so with all that being said, this past week, which was actually um, yesterday for me anyway. February the 2nd, which was 2-2-2022, which is going to be weird because on February 22nd, which is a Tuesday in three weeks, or two weeks for y'all, it will be February 22nd, 2022. So it'll be 2-22-22 on a Tuesday, and then you got to wait until you get to 2.22 a.m. or p.m., whichever one you want to wait for, I guess. It's going to be weird because that's, that's Tuesday. It literally is. It's <laughs> the number Tuesday. But this past Wednesday was Groundhog Day. And I never really understood Groundhog Day. I don't know what that means because when you think about it, Groundhog Day has got to be one of the dumbest holidays in the history of holidays because all these people gather around this hole in the ground and wait for this groundhog which i've never seen a groundhog i don't know what they are there's some type of like big rat or beaver looking thing they come out of this hole and whether or not this groundhog sees its own shadow will let us know if we're going into an early spring or six more weeks of winter. Now, this has got to be the dumbest thing in the history of humankind. One of, if not the dumbest. Because your weight, and it, none of it makes sense. When you break it down, for one, all these people, these rabbi-looking dudes, are gathered around a hole to let this groundhog come out of the hole. Like, when did this start? Was this a joke that turned into a holiday? And then once it gets out the hole, it looks for its own shadow. So you got to do it at a certain time of day where it has a shadow cast from the animal, of course. And if it sees it, if he sees the shadow, he or she, whatever gender this groundhog is, if the groundhog sees this shadow... That, I don't know which is which. One of them is six more weeks of winter. The other one is early spring. How do we know this groundhog sees its shadow? Because groundhogs don't talk. They can't say, hey, look at that, you know, and points to the shadow. Groundhogs don't talk. And they don't speak the English or any other language other than 
animal other than groundhog. And I don't think any of us or any of those rabbi dudes can understand groundhog language. So how do we know that this dude just saw its shadow when it came out the ground? How am I supposed to know whether we're getting six more weeks of winter or early spring, which honestly, I could care less. I think it's supposed to do with farmers and all that kind of stuff, you know. But for me, personally, I could care less. I don't understand why this is a holiday, why we have a set day, Groundhog Day, just dedicated to this guy coming out of the ground to look and be like, oh, there's my shadow, or oh, I don't see it. And then a shadow of an animal is supposed to tell us if we're going to have more winter or an early spring. None of these things correlate at all. The weather does not wait for the groundhog to see its own shadow and then decide whether, okay, we're going to have six more weeks of winter or we could have an early spring, but I got to wait for the groundhog to tell me what to do. Mother Nature ain't waiting for no dang groundhog, all right? And the groundhog just does not make any sense whatsoever that we're waiting for this groundhog to look at its own shadow. And if it sees it, that's the thing. If the groundhog can see the shadow, which I don't know how I can tell if it sees its shadow. Like, if I walk outside and the sun is setting, it's in the evening time, I can see my shadow, and I can look at it. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, winter's coming, I guess. I don't say anything like that, of course. I'm not an idiot like this groundhog, apparently, (laughs) or these people who believe in the groundhog. Now, I'm not a groundhog denier. I understand groundhogs are animals, and they're a thing, but I don't understand why this specific thing is a thing. You understand what I'm saying? That we're having to bet our odds that this groundhog is going to look at the ground, for one thing, after it comes out of the hole, and look at its shadow. And then if it sees it, the groundhog apparently yells, Hey! There's my shadow! And then we'll know whether there's six more weeks of winter or an early spring. And then we'll live our lives based off the grandmaster groundhog of what his great, he or she, his or her, great teachings are. I don't know if they need a specific groundhog. I don't know if they get the same ancestors of groundhogs from past history. I don't know if it's got to be a male or a female groundhog. I don't know if any of that matters, which none of it, in retrospect, none of all of this matters. <laughs> none of it has anything to do with winter and spring. None of it. This groundhog is coming out of the hole, and there's people gathered. There's these rabbi guys that they look like rabbis anyway. They got the hats and the beards with no mustaches, you know, wearing the all black. They come out there and they let this groundhog look out of it when it comes out of the hole. And then there's a shadow and it looks at it. And if it can see it, that's the thing. We don't even know if groundhog, this groundhog could be blind for all we know. But why, I, I don't understand. I don't really, I don't have a clue why it's an important day. 
Why does Groundhog Day have its own day on the calendar? That is my problem with it, that we're having to let this holiday, and we don't get out for it. This isn't like a holiday where we get out for. You know, you get out of school for MLK Day. You get off work for, like, Memorial Day or something, you know. But this is, this Groundhog is such a low-tier holiday that all it has is a name on the calendar, and that's it. And people who gather to look at this groundhog come out of the hole, that way can the groundhog can be like, I see my shadow. Now, it could have the shadow on the ground. It might not see it. What if it's a cloudy day? You know what I'm saying? What if we don't know if there's going to be clouds or not? Are they going to have to postpone Groundhog Day? Oh, no. Groundhog Day. Oh, we're going to have to get another groundhog come out of the hole now and look at its shadow and see if it sees it. And then I don't know if there's going to be six more weeks of winter or early spring. The groundhog has got to tell me when I'm supposed to go outside and if it's going to be cold or not, dead gummy. Like, who are you people that think that this groundhog has anything to got to do with the weather? You understand what I'm saying? I don't understand. If you believe in Groundhog Day, <laughs> if you believe in the great teachings that this groundhog is bestowing upon us, please let me know. Because I have not got a clue what this groundhog has got to do with the weather. Alright, you understand what I'm saying? Whether this groundhog sees its shadow or not, I don't know how we can tell if it saw the shadow, because groundhogs don't speak. And I don't understand how it just correlates with anything if a dog sees its shadow on the ground does that mean we're gonna have a full moon tonight is that what that means if a cat sees its own shadow does that mean i'm gonna have chicken breast for dinner tonight like what has this got to do with anything nothing nothing at all is what this has to got to do with anything so this groundhog i don't know what's special about him or her or these animals, that they get their own specific day. Like, I understand, like, in the Chinese New Year, they get the year of whatever animal. I think it's the year of the tiger now. But that's their culture. That's their belief. We have a groundhog <laughs> every dead gum year. We have to deal with these dang groundhogs and whether they're going to come outside of the hole and look at their shadow. None of it makes any sense, and I understand that because I don't understand any of it. So, so yeah, Groundhog Day was this past week. So, if you believe in Groundhog Day, whoop de do. Good for you because that's your problem and not mine, apparently. So, a little article came out this uh, past week from uh, NASA, and... We all know the ISS, which is the International Space Station, which orbits around Earth, our planet, of course. And it's been up there for a long time now. I don't know what year the International Space Station went up. Um, it's been up there for a good while now, apparently. Many years, you know. Um... Uh, 1998 was when the International Space Station was officially launched into space. So, the article came out, at least I saw it this past week, is that NASA thinks that the International Space Station will stay in good orbit and stay 
up to date and everything until the year 2030. So we got eight more years for the International Space Station. Now, when you're thinking like, oh, they need to update it. Do we need a new space station? So the plan is that once it gets past 2030, so let's go to 2031, it's going to be out of date. They're going to get a new one. Well, how are we going to get this thing down? How are we going to get this out of orbit? Well, the plan is that in 2031, they're going to recorrect the space station and make it crash in the Pacific Ocean. Now, this is not a joke. Like, they're literally like, everybody's like, save the ocean, and then NASA's like, well, we're going to crash our space station into the Pacific Ocean, and then we'll just have to clean it up, I guess. Well, that is wild. I don't, I don't really know what to say, honestly. That, I guess we're going to get a different space station in the year 2030, and then they're going to crash this one into the Pacific Ocean that way we can get the stuff back, I guess, but they're just going to try, there's no landing it, I don't think there's any way, there's no way to land it, and there's no way they can get a ship up there just to bring it back, so I think they're just going to, like, take a ship up there, probably, they're going to get all the people out of it, I guess, unless there's going to be somebody who's going to crash with it, because how are they going to correct it, I, I don't really understand how they're going to do this, is that, they're just going to be fine until 2030 and then 20, starting in 2031 or a little after probably or around there, they're going to crash it in the ocean. That's all we know is that they're just going to crash it and then get a new one out there, I guess. So, <laughs> so just remember that. In 2030, the ISS, is they're literally going to crash their own space station into the ocean, so... That, that's about it, really. I, um, I mean, it, they're going to have to pick up a bunch of crap, and then it's going to hopefully land in the ocean. That way they don't just, like, crash into, like, Chicago or something, you know, or China or somewhere, you know. It's going to be terrible if they crash on land and hurt somebody. But if they can make it in the ocean, I mean, Pacific Ocean's huge, so they can just land in a big area out there, and then they'll just go get them. So, so Yeah. Another news thing came out like last week, actually, is that we all know the Baja Blast from Taco Bell. I talked about Taco Bell a couple weeks ago, about their Taco Pass, Taco Lover's Pass, you know. So you can get Mountain Dew Baja Blast in its own cans, you know. Now, it was released a week ago that Baja Blast will officially be in a hard Mountain Dew, which means it'll be a Mountain Dew Baja Blast, but with alcohol in it, which is going to be the hard Baja Blast, which is the alcoholic spin on the beloved Mountain Dew variety that began as a Taco Bell exclusive. It'll be in a 12-can variety pack launching in a limited number of states within this month. Um... Original black cherry and watermelon will be the other flavors in this variety pack, as well as Baja Blast. Um, I think I've had, like, a Baja Blast once from Taco Bell. Um, there are these places called Taco Bell Cantinas, which is actually a Taco Bell restaurant, but with a bar on the inside. So they'll serve alcoholic drinks while you can eat your tacos. So they already sell it in those which will be interesting. 
Um, but this hard, the hard versions of Mountain Dew and the Baja Blast will not be available in normal Taco Bells, of course. So, it's a zero sugar. The can looks cool. It's 5% alcohol by volume. It might be good, you know. I, I mean, I'll try it whenever I can get my hands on it, you know. Try and find some, but... Yeah, Baja Blast as a new hard drink coming soon within February, of course. And it's already February, or just now become February. So, if you if you like Baja Blast or any Mountain Dew, really, and you want to try a hard flavor of Mountain Dew, give them a try. They got original uh, Black Cherry, Watermelon, and now Baja Blast, which is interesting to see, you know. So, <clears throat> more news has come out between Sony and Microsoft. Of course, if you don't know, Sony is the company that makes PlayStation, and Microsoft is the company that makes Xbox. Now, with these, of course, Sony will make their own games and call them PlayStation exclusives, which means they are video games that only are available to play on PlayStation consoles. And the same way with Xbox, they can make exclusives for them, like Halo. Halo is an Xbox exclusive. You can only play it on Xboxes and PC. And the God of War game, um, Days Gone, the Spider-Man games, those are all exclusive to PlayStation. They make their own games, and they make them exclusive to them. So if you want to play a Spider-Man game, you have to buy an Xbox. If you want to play Halo, you have to have... Or if you want to play Spider-Man, you have to buy a PlayStation. If you want to buy... Uh, if you want to play Halo, you got to buy an Xbox to play it. Now, there's been a lot of, what should I say, purchases <laughs> these past few months, actually, that have been shaking the world of video games, is that uh, Sony and Microsoft, each individually, are buying game develop com developer companies. So, there's this company called Activision Blizzard. Now, Activision, Blizzard, uh, they make a bunch of games. They make the Overwatch games. They make the Call of Duty games, most notably. Now, Microsoft just bought Activision, Blizzard a couple, like a month or two ago. And they've already bought Bethesda, which makes the Fallout games and the Doom games and then all of that and then some other companies, you know, before that. And now Sony, like a week ago, or a couple days ago actually, they just recently bought the game company Bungie, which is Bungie original made the original Halo games and they've been making the Destiny games. And from the way it's looking is that Sony's going to buy a bunch of gaming companies, Microsoft's going to buy a bunch of gaming companies. And they're all just going to be exclusives. <laughs> Which means you're going to have to, if you want to play one game, you're going to have to buy a PlayStation. And if you want to buy another game and play it, you're going to have to get an Xbox. And I don't really, I understand that Sony and Microsoft have been at war for like ever now between PlayStation and Xbox. And they're trying to buy all these companies, that way they can make more exclusives of these great games. That way they can make more money because it's like, oh, you're going to have to buy an Xbox to play this game. Like, that's the only way you can play it. Like, another good example of that is with Nintendo. The Nintendo Switch 
all those games on there, most of them, are only on Nintendo. Like, all the Mario games, um, Legend of Zelda, Pokemon, all these games that you like that are Nintendo games are only available on the Switch. I can't bust out the PlayStation and play Legend of Zelda. I can't bust out the Xbox and play a Pokemon game, you know, which would be nice. Like, I don't own a Switch, but if I did... Or if I had, like, a lot of money, I would. Because some of those games look interesting to me. And I would actually like to try them out, you know. Because a lot of them seem like they take a long time to play and get through. And it would be a great, like, just to spend a bunch of time on it, you know. But with Sony and Microsoft is that they're always buying these other companies to make exclusive games for them. Now, with the fans of each set company and PlayStation, Xbox, and all that, the fans, they're the people who really just kind of, like, aggravate me because you have all these Xbox fans, the diehard fans, that will whine and complain that Sony's PlayStation-exclusive games should be available for everyone. Why can't they be available for PC and Xbox as well? And then you got, on the other hand, of people who might be diehard Sony fans that are arguing the same thing, but the other way. That, oh, Xbox has these their exclusives, why can't we play them on PlayStation? I don't really understand or know why. I, I mean, I know why the exclusives are an idea, which means, like, you can't... They want you to buy their console, the Xbox... So you can play their games. If they made Halo available on PlayStation, why would I get an Xbox? If there were no thing, is it? If there was not a thing called an exclusive, if there were no exclusives, if every video game ever made was available for all consoles, why would I buy the other one? That answers that question right then. I would just never buy. If all Xbox exclusives were available for PlayStation as well, why would I buy an Xbox? That, I mean, that's pretty simple to understand that fact. And then it's the other way around for PlayStation exclusives and Xbox consoles. Why would I buy a PlayStation when I could play all their games on an Xbox? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got an Xbox last June. It's my first Xbox I've ever gotten. I've had PlayStations throughout my entire life. And so I never have played the Halo games or Gears of War or other Xbox exclusives until summer of last year. And I've played all the Halo games. I've tried Gears of War. I didn't really like it, but it was okay, you know. But the Halo games are some of the best games ever made. And I understand why they would want to keep them in exclusive, because they're so good. I've also played the Spider-Man game, Days Gone, and God of War for PlayStation. And those are all PlayStation exclusives, except God of War and Days Gone. They're now available on PC. But... Like the Spider-Man game, one of the greatest games I've ever played, probably like top five and or top ten at least in my list of great greatest games I've ever played. I understand why that's an exclusive because the game one is amazing. The story's great, the gameplay's fun. It's just a great game all around. But they want people to basically spend more money. That way, you can buy a new PlayStation and then play buy the Spider-Man game, and then you can play it and then go on from there. And now that you have a PlayStation, you can play all these other PlayStation games, buy all these other games now that you couldn't play before. And 
I, I don't really understand because there's just so many fans. Like the fans of the fan base of anything, of any person or any movie or any game. The fan base is what makes stuff suck. The fan base are the reason that you hate things. <clears throat> They're the reason that you may not like something because of the fans. That's who it is. That's what it boils down to. The companies want money, and then the fans want what they want, and they aren't scared of saying what they want, even though they say it a million times. And it's just that battle of the exclusives, like with Microsoft Xbox fans being, they want PlayStation exclusives available on Xbox. Well then, if that's the case... Xbox exclusive should be available on PlayStation. The day you can play Spider-Man on Xbox should be the same day I can play Halo on PlayStation. That answers that question. And also, not many people say this, but what about Nintendo? Do we just not care about them? <laughs> like the Switch has sold so much, so many people like the Super Smash the, the Smash Bros games, you know. Oh, the, all the Mario games, the Legend of Zelda games, the Pokémon games. I would like to play them, but I don't have a Switch. I don't want to spend... I don't really have the money to spend on a Switch. So, why are they left out of the conversation? They really are like the third... They're the third one. You know, it's Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. You know. And... I don't know. Like, they, all their games are exclusives. Just solely to them. You have to have a Nintendo Switch to play any of those games that are listed off or a Wii, or a DS, or any of those games, you know, you can't play Super Mario Brothers on PlayStation. You can't play Legend of Zelda on Xbox. You can't do any of that. So it's like, if they want to get rid of exclusives as a whole, that means they're going to have to make all PlayStation exclusives, Xbox exclusives, and every Nintendo game available for everybody. Also including PC as well. And PC has a bunch of games that... That's only available on, like, Steam and Origin and all that as well. But, I don't know. It just never really... under I, I understand why they do exclusives. And having an exclusive game can actually could make the game better. Because you're trying to have it be a really good game. And give people... Re like, this game has to be a reason that they should spend four to five hundred bucks on the console and then pay 60 more dollars for this game so you're having to give people a really good game to give them a better reason on why they should buy an xbox like in november of this year there's a game called starfield that's coming out it's going to be an xbox exclusive i think it may not be it's going to be available day one on the game pass i know that for sure but I don't know if it's an exclusive. Yes, Starfield will be available on, only on PC and the Xbox Series X and S. So, I have the Series S. So, with that, that game is apparently going to be huge and really good. So, that's they're trying to give people a reason to buy an Xbox to play this game. So... I don't know. It's just you know, very interesting to watch, you know, and see what the fans always fight fight it out, saying that, oh, PlayStation exclusives, they should be available for everyone. And then PlayStation fans are like, well, if you want our exclusives, then you should buy a PlayStation. And then 
no, they should be on Xbox. And then it's like, well, Xbox exclusives should be on PlayStation. That kind of, it's just a battle back and forth. And then you can throw a Nintendo into the conversation and talk about all their exclusives because every game they ever make are exclusives. So, I don't know. So it's just, it's just an interesting thing to think about. <coughs> you know, so it's going to be something to see. There'll be more purchases soon in the future of other companies with Sony and Microsoft all going to them anyway, so which they'll all be bought by Disney anyway at some point. So, so yeah. So, not mi- not many big movies are coming out soon. I mean, the biggest one as of right now is in a month on March fourth is the Batman movie, which is going to be really good. I can't wait to see it. I might go see it opening weekend, hopefully. And then the next big series kind of is with Marvel, and it is Moon Knight premiering on March. 30th, which is going to be good as well. Um, series that have been happening now, actually, is uh, Peacemaker. New episode every Thursday. Episode 6 just came out this past week. I actually just watched it before recording this. Um, it's still really funny and really good show. Um, it's getting good right now as well. Um, stuff is starting to pick up, you know. Um, the story's getting good. Adding more. There's about to be a big battle soon, I imagine. Um, also, series going well really good right now is the book of boba fett it's over on disney plus as a star wars series of course man it is what last week i mean i could talk about this since it happened last week last week the mandalorian it showed him and last week's episode was literally titled the return of the the return of the mandalorian which was a good one this past week's episode man (laughs) Like, wow, like, I won't spoil anything or and say, like, exact stuff, but everybody's in it. And once you watch this episode, you'll understand why I say this, that everybody is in this episode. <clears throat> so, it's been really good. I think a big battle is about to help, uh, about to go down between Boba Fett's group and the Pikes. So, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. So, yeah, not much has been happening so far. So, of course, this is this uh, the podcast is available on YouTube. For those of you that didn't know, the link to my YouTube channel is down in the description of this, episode, of this podcast episode on whatever podcast site you are listening to this to. You can go over, subscribe to my YouTube, and click on one of the videos, or tap on it, and go down to the comments section, and you can type out any question that you want me to answer on a future episode of the podcast and so with that actually two weeks ago with the last questions i answered the two questions were my most anticipated video game and movie for this year of 2022 and actually i got the third the trifecta of the questions here which is actually what is your most anticipated series for 2022 and thank you for this question um Man, there's a, like, two weeks ago I'd have talked about movies and games, and now I'm talking about the series now for this year. There's so many good ones. I mean, Peacemaker was up there for me, but that's currently going, so I can't really answer that right now because we're going to look at series that are going to come out and premiere from here on out until the end of the year. <clears throat> I mean, Book of Boba Fett premiered at the end of last year, so that doesn't count either, which is it's still a really good show, but... Um, I mean, 
any of the Marvel series are going to be good, like Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Season 2 of What If will probably come out this year, Secret Invasion might premiere at the end of this year to beginning of next year, um, they're all in a category of their own, kind of, um, Season 3 of The Boys premieres in June, that's going to be good, um, what else, I mean, there's other stuff, but like, what else is going to be coming out this year? Nothing right now. They usually... Oh, the Halo series is on Paramount+. Plus. I'm not going to be watching that because I don't have Paramount+. Plus. But if you do have the streaming service Paramount+, Plus, the Halo series will be on there, so you can check that out. <coughs> um, What else is there? I mean, The Boys is probably on top of the list. I mean, anything Marvel is up there. I can't really say one like moon knight is definitely up on the list for me and that's in march and then season three of the boys in june i'm very much anticipating that i really i don't know if it's coming out this year but i can't wait to see when season two of invincible comes out that is a show i loved season one of invincible it was a great show and then i saw a lot of people get into it after the entire series was out and they've already confirmed that they are making a season two and three of Invincible, which is going to be interesting to see. But I can't wait to see the next season of that. So if it's coming out this year or the beginning of next year, like spring area of the next year, it's one of my most anticipated series until it happens. <laughs> you know, But uh, probably just to name one i guess i'd have to say the boys because i really like season one and two of the boys and just waiting to see what's going to happen in that show um but peacemaker and book of boba fett right now have been so good and then anything oh how can i forget the boys is up there but i gotta honestly pick the kenobi show yeah anything star wars coming out this year i mean i think Andor is a series that might come out this year. I don't know if season two of The Bad Batch will be out this year or not. But the Obi-Wan Kenobi series and see, or season three of The Mandalorian. Like like I said, there's a crap ton of series that are coming out this year. That's just with Star Wars, DC, The Boys. If there's another season of The Witcher premiering at the end of this year, I don't know. I haven't even watched season two of The Witcher yet. I ain't had the time. But, uh, yeah, Kenobi is definitely up there. I'd I, I have to pick Kenobi, honestly, because, good Lord, that movie, that movie, that series is going to be so good. It's just going to be, it's going to rock the world of Star Wars and everything. I mean, it's going to be probably the most watched show on Disney Plus ever. That's my bold prediction, and it's not even that bold because a lot of people definitely know it's going to be watched, so... So, yeah, I got to say the Kenobi show will definitely be up there for me. So, as with questions down in the comments section, you can actually submit a drink, not just like an actual drink, but you can type the name or brand and flavor of a drink you would like for me to try in the future on a future episode of the Toddcast and give it a review. I've got two drinks with me right now. Of course, two weeks ago, I tried an apple hard cider and a buzz ball. This week, I've actually got two different flavors of buzz balls again. So, let's get them on over here. <coughs> two different flavors. 
Of course, these were actually bought at a Bucky's, I'm pretty sure. So the first one I got is peach flavored. A peach chiller buzz ball is what it is. It's got a nice orange color to it, which I guess is a peach color. And then the other one, I'll say what it is in a minute. So <clears throat> I've got peach buzz ball and it's 15% alcohol. If you hear me spit any of it out, I apologize, but it's probably going to be nasty. Um, it is orange wine with orange juice, natural flavors, and certified color. Wow, this color got certified? Wow, that's interesting. Have a ball. Uh, this is women-owned. That's cool. Um, tells me to shake well. You hear that? Gets you some ASMR going here. So, shaking them. Shake it up real good. Peach killer. Killer. Peach chiller. It's got a pop top again. If you want to see a picture of it, you can go to the Toddcast Instagram page at the underscore Toddcast underscore. Of course, that's only on Instagram. Let's give it a good old pop. Oh, here we go. That's good. Whoo! Holy Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, that is tart. That is a tart smell to it. If you understand what I'm saying, that is a tart smell. Oh, man, that just got everywhere. Just the entire area here now smells like that. So, let's get everything situated here. That way I don't spill on anything. All right. Peach chiller, buzz ball. Let's give it a try. Here we go. <clears throat> Oh, man. God gets to me every time. Oh, man. That is alcoholic. Holy Jesus, Lord. Oh, <laughs> help me now. Oh, <laughs> let me give it another drink just to give it a real taste test, you know. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But as soon as I drink it and I get the, the peach chiller buzz ball in my mouth, my body is rejecting it. <laughs> my body does not want to swallow <laughs> the buzz ball, the peach chiller, peach flavor. It actually doesn't have that bad of a taste, like the actual the uh, orange wine with orange juice. You can, I can actually have orange flavor taste, but I couldn't actually get it down. And I really, I feel, I, I really can't hold that against it because, I mean, that's me. That's not the drink. That's me doing that. I mean, it does have 15% alcohol in it, but I think it's just me and my intolerance to anything alcohol, really, that I just don't like it. Um, so, Peach Buzzball, while I couldn't get you down, still had a decent... A decent flavor to you. Um, what did I give the last one? The last buzz ball was a 42. Um, peach buzz ball wasn't that bad. I'll give you, I'll give you a 56, honestly. I couldn't, I couldn't get you down, 
but I can't really hold that against some of these drinks because it's more of my body won't allow me to do it. If I could, I would. I really couldn't. Like, I was afraid if I tried, I would throw up or just fully gag or something, you know. So, I can't hold my body not being able to take it against the drink itself because that's not me, you know. That's my throat that won't, <laughs> that won't allow me to drink the buzz ball. So we got a second one here, which is another buzz ball, different flavor. This is a nice green color. It is Lime Rita Chiller. So let's give it a crack. Yeah. Oh, all over my finger then. Okay. Just went thumb deep into it. The Lime Rita is... I can't really see anything. <clears throat> um, orange... Oh, I'm spilling it everywhere. Give me some napkins here. It is orange wine with... With what? Orange wine with lime and lemon juices. And other natural flavors, of course. So... If I don't spill anything else on here. Um, I, I like lemon and lime stuff, you know, like Sprite. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> um, anything else lemon and lime flavored? I mean, candy, you know, it's lemon flavored, you know, lemon cake, something like that, you know. That stuff tastes good. Um, so this might taste good. You never know. Let's just, you know what? I'm just going to have to give it a try to actually feel to get the feel for it, you know what I'm saying? So, let's try it. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> oh, God, I about make you drool. Oh, God. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you this. I was able to swallow that. <laughs> I can't give it another try. Oh, the sinuses are acting up now. It's getting to me. I'm allergic to the lime Rita. Oh, buzzball. Getting to you. Oh, man. That wakes you up in the morning. No, that was too much alcohol for me. Oh, Lord. It smells great, by the way. <laughs> by the way. It smells amazing. Like... I'm going to keep smelling it. It smells good. It smells like candy, honestly. And It's got that taste. It kind of has a Sprite Essence taste to it. Um, I got to give you a 60, honestly. I mean, I was able to get that down, even though it felt like I was dying. Um, it does not taste bad. It's just that the alcohol all hit me when it was in the middle of my throat. Um, and then got that, oh, feeling, you know. I felt like I was drooling afterwards. I have a lot of excess saliva building up right now. <laughs> I don't know what is happening. I'm having going to have to go get a rabies shot or something after this. But it is not too terribly bad, honestly. Like, for it having a great amount of alcohol, for as it does, it is not as bad as... I thought it was going to be. It wasn't as bad as that dead gum other one I had the other week. The coconut or whatever. The Good lord, that was not good. But 
it's not bad. It really isn't. Like, it's pretty solid buzz ball. I got to give it to you. The Lime Rita, out of all of them, the Lime Rita actually is my f- best or is my favorite out of them. Um, but with that, the Peach one rated a solid 56 and Lime Rita at a 60. Wow, that's pretty good for it to get up that high for what happened, you know. So, like I said, if you want to submit a question or a drink for me to review, go down to the comments section on YouTube and comment your question, and you can comment a brand, drink, flavor, anything of like that. As long as you give me the name of the drink and the flavor, the specific flavors you want me to try, because if you just say... Mountain Dew. I'm not going to, I don't want to try every known Mountain Dew flavor or Coke or Pepsi or whatever. Tell me like vanilla Coke or Peach Chill or Buzz Ball, you know, like something specific like that. And you can put multiple flavors or you could actually just say the drink brand and I'll try whatever flavors I want. So, so, so. With all that being said, I think that's going to do it for this week. As always, please rate and subscribe. And if you're listening on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and click that bell to get notified when new videos are uploaded. And make sure you follow the Toddcast only on Instagram at the underscore Toddcast underscore. Of course, that's only on Instagram to see all the Toddcast updates and to see pictures of me with the guests and pictures of the drinks. If you ever want to try the drinks yourself, you can go there and see pictures of them. That way you know what you're buying when you want to try one. Also, tell your friends and your family to give a listen. And thank all of you for listening to this episode. And if you want to know what's going to happen next week, well, I just you're going to have to tune in to find out. Only on the Toddcast. <laughs>